Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. How would you like to ramp up your club's game day atmosphere? Big Screen Video is giving 10 lucky sports clubs the chance to win a $10,000 grant towards their own digital scoreboard. Register now at iCanWin.com.au slash BSV. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now. Morning. Four minutes past six o'clock. 8th of November. Second Tuesday of November 2022. Yeah. Second Tuesday of November. Doesn't quite have the same ring to it, Kempi, but... It's just as big and bold for Christchurch City in New Zealand. New Zealand Trotting Cup Day. Morning, mate. How you doing? Morning, Louis. Yeah, mate. Uh, yeah, not as excited as you, obviously, with Big Cup, uh, the Big Trotting Cup coming out today. Race 11, I think it is, off the top of my head. Mate, you must be excited. Weather, what's what's the weather look like? That's the most important thing. Did the sun come out? Because they're, they're picking today... And I've just read in the news that today they're hoping to get close to 30,000 people come through. Mate, how good. I've just, just stuck my head out the window. Do you know where we are here, the SENZ, SENZ studios? You could throw a tennis ball. I couldn't because my arms are, I need two of my oh, arms. Oh, you that close. We are that close to the raceway, mate. We're across the way. And it's adorned a lovely, uh, you know what those Christchurch mornings are like. It's kind of thin, scattered cloud, stretched cloud, but it's going to burn off beautifully. And this is always kind of like the kickoff for summer in um, Christchurch and, and this part of the world, really. It's like Cup Day comes along. You absolutely have a doozy with your pals on a Tuesday. So you kind of cut a couple of days out of your week. And you're right, race 11. It is looking a picture out there. We went along yesterday and set up it just. I've got the lawns all set up, all the hospitality. Because last year, Kempe, everybody, no one could come. Like, the whole cup week was mm. under complete, well, a cloud and non-entry because of COVID. So this year, oh, people will be making up for lost time. Drink water. Biggest piece of advice <laughs> I could ever offer. Drink water. <laughs> Loads of it, loads of it, mate. I hope they got plenty. Hope Darren Williams has got plenty of um, water stations put up down there, mate. It's uh, if that sun comes out, obviously a lot of people are going to show up there today because they've been kept in lockdown and COVID over the last three years. First time they can come back to our biggest race day, I think, which is the Trotting Cup, is the biggest race day of the year in New Zealand at any venue, um, and they're going to come out and enjoy themselves. So, mate, you're in the best part of the country today. 
And I'll tell you what, I've looked through that field, I can't pick a winner. There are too <laughs> many good horses in that race. Seriously. You could honestly if you wanted to have a, a punt today, you could punt on that race. It's a little bit like the Melbourne Cup. Not as good as in form, but across the board, you could have one of eight horses. Well, that's hey Kimpy, smarter judges than me, and you know you know that there are plenty. Um smarter judges than me have been saying this, mate. Like this is potentially the most even New Zealand Cup field we have had in maybe ever. It's so tight. There's genuinely six or seven proper winning chances, which which is not something that we've said this century. Usually it's been like, okay, self-assured and copy that. You know, who can get the better trip and transit? Okay, who can knock off Terra to Love? Okay, Monkey King's gonna, you're going to have to go out there and beat him. Today... And then the added element of the Australians, Majestic mm. Cruiser and Rock and Roll do, like, it, it's pretty exciting. And, and a guest we've got coming up next hour, Zach Butcher. Well, he's on my top selection in the race. Sorry, Zach. Old Town Road. This horse can rattle home. He absolutely flies. And how's this? You, you're big on Fano and loving dynasties and sporting dynasties. I know you love it when you see the Kiwis, the old Kiwi names pop up in the NRL and, you know, the Sorensons. I know you love this. How about old David Butcher driving in the New Zealand Cup alongside his two boys, Benjamin and Zach? How could, how awesome. And not only that, keep it in the family. He's, I think he's married to Crandall Getty's daughter, isn't he? I th- yeah, oh well, I don't, I don't know if they're married, but we'll, we can ask. Maybe we get his. Yeah, maybe get his I, I want to ask him how old Cran's going. He owes me. <laughs> he owes me a couple of beers, but mate, you're dead right. And you remember that Thursday, the fourteenth of April, we cruised down to Cambridge that night and watched Self Assured just rattle home down the out, outside and win that race. And no one's mentioned Self Assured. That's how good a race it is. You've got Self Assured drawn one, number one, with Tony Hurley on him. And no one has mentioned him, mate. Or, or to be brutally honest, copy that. He's had a, he's had a couple of um, mentions, but it's all about the Australian rock and roll do. And uh, seriously, I would hate to be talking about this race and trying to pick it to see who like to pull out a winner because you I can't. No one's even you, mentioned you Spanker, mate. Like we spoke to Paulie Moati yesterday, and he rattled off a few odds. Not once did he mention Spanker. That, no, you're, you're so right. Hey, Mark says, let's go spank him to win the cup. He's coming through on double eight, double three. Good to hear from you, Mark. And uh, get up Old Town Road. It leaves an unnamed text. Make sure you leave your names with your text on double eight, double three. Uh, the Kennard's Hire phone lines here, of course, 0800 150 Kimpy, you're so right. Like, it is got Melbourne Cup. It does have Melbourne Cup vibes about it. So you speak of uh, Cran Delgetti. Well, we've got Carter Delgetti coming up on our uh, broadcast later on. So how's this? Carter, 19, he's doing a university exam this morning and then heading down to Addington to drive his old man's horse in the New Zealand Cup. <laughs> there are stories galore out of the Cup today. There is just so many good stories, mate. You're right, self-assured. Well, Purden, Mark, reckons he might have some allergies this time of year and he might not be at his absolute best, but we know how good he is. There's so many ways to skin this, and we will talk about it throughout the morning. Uh, Darren Williams coming up in the last, as I mentioned, Zachary Butcher, Absolute champion. He's such a good dude. He's going to take a call from us at about 7.40. After 7 o'clock this morning, Kempe, well, we thought we'd talk some cricket because, I mean, while we've got World Cup fever still going on and the New Zealand teams, the Kiwis, the uh, Black Ferns, obviously the Kiwi Ferns, and the Black Caps are still alive and kicking, 
we thought we'd catch up with Will McPherson, who is out of the UK. He's a very sharp cricket journalist, and he's been keeping his eye across the tournament. He's going to kind of sum it up for us to this point, and we'll run our eye over the sides in the semifinals. Then after eight, well, I'm heading to the West Coast next week, Kempi, for a uh, little bit of leave. We're going to Moana, Lake Brunner, and we're going to park up and Shannon and me and just blob out and try and get a bit of zen back, you know. So where do you go? You head to the West Coast. Well, this guy would probably be the most informed coaster on the planet right now, wouldn't he? Colsey. Oh, and how good. I don't think the... Uh I was just reading up a little bit about the New Zealand Squash Open. It's I think it's been a number of years, isn't it? it was, what what they say? Something like uh, t- early two thousands when the was the last time they had the New Zealand Cup back here, New Zealand Open. So for him to come back, he's got they've got a good field too through the through the men's and the and the women's um, tournament, the New Zealand Squash Open. That uh, mate, he'd be absolutely loving it to get back here. He probably looked a young kid the last time it was played. So. Good to see Colsey back in New Zealand. Good to see Jolene back in New Zealand. Good to talk to Colsey to see how he's feeling. You know, he's got a, he's got a couple of decent players in that tournament, and whether or not he thinks he can get that tournament, um, which would be a great one for him to win. So, I just I was just thinking a little bit about that that trip that you've got heading down there to the west coast. On the back of it, mate, what happens if you actually pick the winner? Do you upgrade it from a tent to a to a five star place for Shannon there. What happens if your What happens if your runner comes in? Have you said that to Shannon? Mate, we're out of the mate, tent. We're in the, Sh- we're Shannon, into the five star. Sh- <laughs> Shannon Shannon won't be tuned in today, so she won't know. Um, no, I tell you what, though, I do have a. I never lie to you, Kimpy. I never lie to you on double eight double three. I've got a. Pretty nice multi going through Legato and Starry Bill a place this weekend at Rickerton. Um Legato is a dead set, dead set one. So what's the other yeah. one? Yeah, uh, so I got Legato over the odds and Starry Bill, Marshy's cup yeah. runner, who he's had set for this race a long time. I've got some really nice place odds around him. So a little two leg multi, Kempi, right in your wheelhouse. I've got about six dollar fifty odds, nice. and I've um, I've had a, I've had a, what would you say, a um. Uh, Tony Kemp tennis ball into the Addington throw at the stumps at it. So <laughs> <laughs> I've had a great. It's so, the best week. It's the best week. I hope. I hope you fill your pockets up down there. Um, oh, and you. I know today. I know today is one of the best days I've had in New Zealand racing, at the Racing Cup. Well, okay. Before we actually, I want to talk some other stuff. I did notice that TJ they've they've taken TJ Pedernada out of the All Blacks fifteen, Kimpy. Before That's right. I, we'll get back to the cup, but I just I wanted to ask you about this because I know you're a massive Brad Weber campaigner, and I know you're a massive campaigner for wanting consistency and giving players playing time. But now they've gone. Nope, we want to give TJ his chance after Brad Webby. Webby got about thirteen minutes. How did, what did you make of that overnight? Uh <laughs> I'm disappointed. I've actually written something off the back fence about that today, about the coaching. Um, look, I don't. I'm not disappointed that TJ has, hasn't been called into the side, but I'm disappointed that you know you get. I think it's really frustrating from from a fan's perspective is that you get a really good performance and then you go back to not knowing who's picked in the side the following week. You know, um, and I've talked about it. Just leave the teams alone. I'm, I'm experiencing it with the Kiwis at the moment. Like I'm really frustrated with the Kiwi side and how they've moved Sifa Solomon around to the edge and they, they can't get their front row started right. And then they're saying Dylan Brown's struggling. Well, there's a reason Dylan Brown's struggling. is because they're not 
jamming that front that front um, rope aren't doing their role and, and jamming that middle up. So, yeah, it's really uh, the coaching part of it. I think is taking the limelight out of what are two really good teams at the moment. So um, you know you see Masuda be a little bit overthinking things when you when dead set like Brad Weber should be starting. <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, Leota should be starting for the Kiwis type thing. And it's like, oh, no, I'm going to come up with this new, the next big innovation of, of selection and I am hope that it's going to work. And before you know it, you're in a final and you're playing for your life. So, um, yeah, I read that too, Louis. There's so much going on at the moment. I read that. You're talking about cricket there, the Australians. What about them being knocked out last year's World How Champions good? in T20? How good? Can Mate, we just they, say? They are opening up on them in Aussie. <laughs> they hear heels unload. <laughs> oh mate, they are opening up on them. Like, um, oh. and, and 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 rightly so. Who would have thought? You know that they didn't even make it through to the semis. Oh, I spoke to Matty White last week. He was talking about the league, but he, and he sort of threw a question about the cricket. And and I said, well, everyone knows that we want a New Zealand Australian final because we want to beat you in the final. Well, then I'm going to get a semi. <laughs> <laughs> who would have? Who would have put that at the? Like we were talking beforehand at the T20 well, that we yeah. weren't going to make a semi. Yeah, and, and do you know what, Kimpy? I've been I have been uh, filtering this through my little dome over the last couple of days about whether we don't need it. Uh, we don't owe them an apology, but maybe we just we forgot the number one rule with sports teams and, and racehorses: class is permanent. Form is temporary, and this black cap side has been classy for the better part of a decade, especially in tournaments. They always perform. Two great so, semis. Two great semis. Yeah. Tomorrow night, live on SENZ, of course, Dan McCarty will be How's Dan McCarty been? Unbelievable. Oh, I am so glad. It was one of, my, one of the true joys of my life. After we did that, we, McCarty and me did our radio sport afternoon show for a number of years together. It's one of the true joys of my life that SENZ has the rights to Daniel McCarty and he gets to call sports games where he should be on radio. He's an absolute poet and um, he deserves his time in the sun. So semi-final tomorrow night. What, it'll be about 9pm, I would suggest, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, live, um, live on SCNZ, like you said, where you can listen to it. And honestly, I don't think there's anyone better at the moment than listening to um, McCarty call, call T20 cricket. He's coming up with some phrases. It's unbelievable. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's good, eh? He's very good. But yeah, there's, okay. there's lots on. There's so much on, Kempi. And we've got squash, cricket, uh, racing to get through today. Three quick texts. Anyone got money on Smithy's horse, number 11? Smithy's terror? Well, I think that's Logan's bet because he's terrified of Smithy. Um, BD Joe, <laughs> Old Town Rose, <laughs> Assured Fox, Quinella, Ben and Invercargill. Good on you, Benny. Get up, rock and roll, do and can go. Okay, Richie, are you an Australian, are you? Are we allowed to support rock and roll do? What do we do with it? When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's, together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.